You are listening to Restoring the Branches Ministries. Our mission is to reconnect Yah's people to the root and truth of his word. We have been called to take Yah's healing to the nations, remove the stumbling block out of the way of his people, and teach as well as model the importance of serving the living Elohim in spirit and in truth. We live by Romans 15 and 4, for whatever was written in the former days was written for our instruction so that by steadfastness and by the encouragement of the scriptures, we might have hope. Okay. Anybody on there? Okay, give me a few minutes. Hallelujah. Almighty Yah, uh, we give you all the praise, the glory. Yah, you are supreme. Almighty Yah, you sit on high. Uh, you rule, Almighty Yah, from your throne. Almighty Yah, you dictate the ways of men. Almighty Yah, uh, you know what men will do before men even do it. This is why you are the supreme one. You are the unique one, Almighty Yah. And yet in the darkness and wickedness of men's heart, you still give men the opportunity to repent, uh, to turn, Almighty Yah. Yah, we come before you uh, with humility. We come before you humble, Almighty Yah. Uh, we come before you with repentant hearts, repentant minds, Almighty Yah. Striving to be people that have turned away from old ways, Almighty Yah. Uh, from dealings and conversations that are not right, that are not righteous, Almighty Yah. And is uh, to be in your presence, Almighty Yah. We must do these things to have a desire to be back in the uh, heavenly assembly, the heavenly congregation, Almighty Yah. Uh, so, Yah, we thank you for your ways. Uh, we thank you, Almighty Yah, for your goodness and for your mercy. We thank you, Almighty Yah, for the strong right hand, Yahshua HaMashiach. And we thank you, Almighty Yah, for your fairness and your justice, Almighty Yah. Your ways are good, Almighty Yah. Uh, we thank you for your scales being balanced and fair, Almighty Yah. That's why you are the great judge. Yah, we just ask for forgiveness, Almighty Yah, for our iniquities, our transgressions, our kata, our sin, Almighty Yah. We ask for forgiveness. Almighty Yah, we pray, Almighty Yah, for those who are struggling with health right now. Yah, there are many uh, that are dealing with the viruses and the flus and the influenzas that are going on the midst of earth, Almighty Yah. Uh, there are many that are struggling, that are in really bad shape, Almighty Yah. And Yah, we just ask that your ministering angels will bring healing, Almighty Yah, that they will touch those who are in the nursing homes and the hospitals, Almighty Yah. And just like in days of old, as Yahshua spoke, rise and walk, Almighty Yah. Uh, so Yah, we just thank you and we just give you all the praise and glory. Yah, we just ask that you would be with um, those of us who are in our uh, vineyard in our congregation, Almighty Yah, that they may have good health. Almighty Yah, we lift up uh, Joshua, uh, Vaughn, and Michaela Battle, Almighty Yah, Aaron Cunningham, uh, Lil Don, Almighty, uh, Kelly Vonner, Almighty Yah, uh, we lift up uh, to you, Almighty Yah, Geraldine Meredith, Almighty Yah, 
And we just lift them up to you, Almighty Yah. We just ask for healing, Almighty Yah. We ask for peace and shalom. We ask for comfort, Almighty Yah. We ask for uh, the bodies that you have created and made, the different systems uh, that is within our bodies, Almighty Yah. We ask for strength of the respiratory system and strength, Almighty, in the, uh, the cardiac system, Almighty Yah. Uh, we ask for strength, Almighty Yah, uh, in, the, uh, uh, in our, our different organs and glands, Almighty Yah. Uh, we ask for an increase of our white blood cells, Almighty Yah. Yah, we ask just for an increase of within, Almighty Yah, um, that we may be able to flush out whatever is not belong, Almighty Yah. Whatever is not belong in your temple, Almighty Yah. The human body is a temple, and these are not uh, for us to do of our own, Almighty Yah. So we just pray that you will flush and wash out, Almighty Yah, which is not uh, what is foreign to our body, Almighty Yah. Yah, we just thank you. And we just ask Yah that um, that you bring swift judgment to those who have uh, contrived Almighty Yah sicknesses and illnesses. Almighty Yah, uh, it doesn't matter if it's a syphilis experiment, Almighty Yah, or if it's any uh, different forms of eugenics, or if it's uh, chemical warfare, or if it's uh, uh, sickness warfare. Yah, and we just pray, Almighty Yah, that you will take those same devices and just give them back to where they came from, pour them back on their head. I would just thank you for we know that you are mighty. You are great in battle, Almighty Yah. Know that you are the chief shepherd and you, and you love all of your sheep. So Yah, we just pray that you will be with all the brothers and sisters who are named today. We just ask you may touch them with your hand, Almighty, that they may feel Almighty Yah, power and rejuvenation back to their body, Almighty Yah. Uh, we thank you for this opportunity to be before you. Even though we're not physically in the house, Almighty Yah, we're still in your house. And we thank you, Almighty Yah. We just pray that by the power of the Ruach HaKodesh, uh, Almighty Yah, that we are still one, that we are still Echad, Almighty Yah. And it's by your way, by your will, have you made this possible, Almighty Yah. So we thank you. Pray that this word may go forth. May it go forth as fire, Almighty Yah. May it uh, uh, direct us and correct us and help us and heal us, Almighty Yah, in the different areas of our life where we need uh, to be corrected and straightened out, Almighty Yah, and to be have our reinforcements, Almighty Yah, the areas where we are weak, Almighty Yah, that your word may be a crutch, may be a staff for us, that we don't live and lean on the staff of the Egyptians or staffs of the nations, but we lean on your rod, your word, Almighty Yah. So, Yah, we just thank you and we just praise you. Almighty Yah, we just praise you. We just thank you. Hallelujah. For there's none that's like you and there's none that stand beside you. We just ask you to be your brother, Doc, Almighty Yah. His arms and shoulders, Almighty Yah, and you bring healing to his limbs and bring healing to his mind, Almighty Yah. That you would touch his tongue, that his tongue would speak the words of righteousness and justice, Almighty Yah. That he may see who he is in Mashiach. That he may see who, who, who he is. That he may understand his vocation. Hallelujah. So y'all, we just thank him. We praise you. Be with us this day. Help us this day. Guide us this day. Protect us this day. Almighty God, keep your people healthy and keep your people strong and vibrant. Almighty God, by the power of your word, by the power of the Ruach HaKodesh, which is a fire. Almighty God, may it burn, which is not belong. Almighty Yah, we just thank you and we praise you. We know you control all things in Yahshua HaMashiach. Let me pray. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah.
Hallelujah. To those that are here, those that are near, those that are far away. May the trumpet of Yah be upon all of us, our hearts and our mind, as we get into the message today. As we always say, peace and salutations. Greetings to the 12 tribes of Israel scattered abroad. This word is for you, but it ain't just for you. It's for all of those of the sons of Adam who have joined themselves to the hip and to the hand and to the uh, uh, garments of the children of Israel that are making their way back home to Yah through Yahshua HaMashiach. Peace and greetings to you. Salutations to you. The exhortation and, 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 and blessings to you as well. This is not what we say. This is what our words say. All right. James say it. Shaul, Paul, he say it. Uh, to the Yahudim first and then to the nations. Peace to you. Shalom to you. As we always say, last but not least, we have many, many who don't know who they are. They wouldn't know who they were if they looked in the mirror. And to many who are lost in the darkness of this world. But you don't have to be in the darkness. There is a way out for you if you want it. Call out to him. Speak to him. Pray to him. Believe. Yah will make a way for you. To those that are stuck in drug addiction. Stuck in fornication. Stuck in wickedness. Stuck in uh, the streets. Stuck in complacency. Stuck in religion. Stuck in backbiting. Stuck in whoremongering. Stuck in laziness. Slothfulness. Stuck in sin. Stuck in poverty. Stuck in prison. Stuck in crime. Stuck in debt. You just stuck. This word is for you. You stuck. No different than a, 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 a prostitute stuck to a pimp. This word can pull you out. There's freedom for everybody. You want to be free. I know somebody that set you free. But you got to want to be free. This word is for you. Hallelujah. We're going to get started. Our message today, our title today, uh, in bonds to Adonai. Okay, in bonds to Adonai, in bonds to Adonai, our vocation. So we say in bonds to Adonai, I'm in bonds, I'm in bondage to my master. So we have to identify who is your master. So we got to go through this in the word today. Who is your master? Who do we serve? And when we look at what the scriptures say compared to what we do, we find out sometimes I'm my master. I'm sure enough looking in the mirror, talking about I'm the master. I'm the master. I'm the master. But see, when you're the master, you can't do nothing for yourself. Ain't nothing you can do from you. Lamest terms, a modern term today, I'm a God. 
It's part of the new age movement, new age thinking. Some of these Negroes out here, they think they didn't come up with something. You ain't come up with nothing new. Where do you think all this stuff come from? That's what the think tanks say. That's why we t- talk to y'all about Tavistock Institute and, 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 and MIT and social engineering. Where do you think some of these hashtags come from? Challenge then and now and, and five, five phase challenge. Blackout Tuesday. Where, where did that stuff come from? Let me stay on track. But in Bondstadt or not, our vocation. We got to know who we work for. But you got to know your master. You got to know who your boss is. So, you know, some stuff that we, so, you know, we got more honor, more we, we have more respect for our earthly bosses than our heavenly boss. What was the name we were talking about last week about, about in Mashiach, about his teachings? He said, hey, if you don't understand earthly things, I ain't going to understand heavenly things. I got respect for my boss. I got no respect for the master. The master that can destroy my soul and my body. We have more concern about the one who can just destroy my body or the one that can fire me. He can fire me. He can cut my check in half. Got more fear for him. Than my master. I know who our allegiance is to. And then once you know it, your vocation, you got to walk in that thing. You got to go to work. Get up out your bed. Go to work. Get your clothes ready before you even get up. Have your stuff ready. Have your lunch packed. Have your stuff together. Have everything you need. You get up out of bed. You get dressed and you get in your car. You go to work. You do that for your earthly boss. What about your heavenly boss? You worry about getting fired. What we going to get fired from him? Anyway, so we're going to recap. We're going to recap, family, going back to Sukkot. Right? So when we come out of Sukkot, we we, we, we excited and we full of joy, and that's how you're supposed to be. But what happens is, is that sometimes we get the... And I forget stuff. Right. Or oh, was, was it Caper said? It was his job to bring you into remembrance of these things. I was knowing my job is to bring you in remembrance of things. But you don't forget the word. Now, how we got here today? Before we start talking about them bonds to Adonai vocation, how we get here today? So after Sukkot, we had talked about the new beginnings. Right. We, we, we had finished with the Shimei Aserets, something new for us. Okay, not new for everybody, but just for us in, in our vineyard. We hadn't, we hadn't never talked, we never talk, didn't know about that until y'all brought it out. Okay, getting us caught up. Okay, sometimes you can be uh, late to the party, but at least you got an invite. Huh? At least I got an invite. So we talked about the new beginnings and we talked about how the tour was rolled to the, all the way to the front. We come out of Sakota, it's a new beginnings because we begin with Genesis 1 and 1. We have to start back over because if we go outside and look outside, the, the, the sky ain't rolled up like a scroll and the stars fall like leaves. That ain't happened yet. So we go back to the beginning. Okay. Now, after that, we had Brother Yahu up here. Wasn't he up here, wasn't he? Huh? He was explaining the gates of Caesarea Philippi, historical, scriptural. 
spiritual. And one of the, the one of the, 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 the pillars of his message of what Yah had gave him was that sometimes the body, the people got to go to places you don't want to go. You got to go places and, and you got to deal with people or places or situations that you're like, no, that, that ain't God. No, it is God. Matter of fact, that's very, very much like God. Then we got to uh, my lovely wife. She got up here. I forgot the actual message. What was it? the fruit of the spirit? Hallelujah. But one of the pillars of her message was the power of the seed. And that with the seed, you might not see it. Don't mean it's not working. That's what some of us in our group, just because you don't see it, don't mean it ain't working. And that's just people in the body, too. We so visual. I got to see it to what? Believe it. That ain't Hebrew. That ain't Hebrew. I got to see it to believe it. I would have read all. We done read Hebrews 11, the Hebrew Hall of Faith fame. That ain't in there. People died not seeing it and still believe with their last breath. And it's hard for us to go forward because sometimes I didn't see it. I don't believe it. So on her message and how she had the diagrams of the seed and the seed was doing so much and the root took seed, the root took deep, so deep before anything came up before it was even seen. Hmm? You remember that? That's what I said. It's my job to bring things back to your remembrance. The tree of life and Yahshua and the parallel. We're going to get deep in that a little bit later. All right. So those are the first three messages when we came out of Sukkot, the new beginnings. And I know Yeremi Yahoo and, 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 and Kelly, I might not have the titles right, but the theme, the Gates of Caesarea Philippi and the Fruit of the Spirit. Okay. Yeremi Yahoo, being light and darkness. God was paying attention, brother. I was paying attention. Two is one. So she got it. That means I got it. And then last week, identity in Messiah. Right. We had to crush some stuff. Don't care what you name yourself. Don't care how long your Zs is. I don't care what your garments and who you got them from. And I don't care. That's don't mean nothing. They didn't mean nothing to shower. How's it going to mean something to me? How is it, how is it going to make me or put me up on some kind of pedestal? I'm lost your stinking mind. Sit there and believe it and want to jump it. Then follow it like a dummy. Blind leader, blind. They ain't both fall in the ditch. Ain't nobody coming to get your butt up out there neither. How I identify myself. My dark skin, my super melon. Shut your mouth. My hair, my locks. You know, it was, a, it, was a, it was a prophecy about the uh, uh, Babylon described as a woman, and it was talking about her locks. He said, yeah, I'm pouring ash all over, pouring dust all over, sitting in the ground. She had locks too, and But identity in Mashiach, to, 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 to understand how I need to identify myself. And some of the things we, we put out was that the confidence in the flesh does not supersede the heart of men or the heart of man. 
I said, well, Shaul's talking about, he said, hey, you think you got confidence in the flesh? He said, you ain't got it like me. He wrote out his resume, didn't he? He said, man, I'm a Hebrew. That's why I was so excited the eighth day. So I'm a Pharisee. He said, I love Torah so much, I'll kill a man for it. Just shut your mouth. Most confidence in the flesh you think you got. He said, I killed a man for this law. All you do is run your mouth. So the confidence in the flesh does not supersede the heart of man. The true essence, the, 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 the essence of Torah is about right here. We looked at Yochanan 3 and 16, right? A lot of especially Baptists, favorite passage about God so loved the world. That's my favorite. Thing. Look here. Everything starts and ends with the cosmos of Elohim. So even though the first premise is not for us to have this so much confidence in the flesh and being an Israelite, and then this, understand this. Those are things you can't really worry about. He, everything starts with his world or his cosmos. Remember, Israel is the apple of his eye. It's kind of like that Well, when Yahshua was telling the disciples, hey, look here, fellas. I'm about to bounce. You stay here. I've been with y'all for 40 days. We've been talking. We've been going through the word. I've been trying to expound upon you greater teachings and greater understanding and more wisdom of the kingdom of Elohim. So whatever you do is do not leave until the promise comes. So, okay, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. But what about the kingdom of Israel? He said, man, don't even worry about it. He, might, he, he messed up his backhand somebody. So don't worry about the things dealing with Israel. That's the father business. So the cosmos, the apple of his eye, Yisrael, is his cosmos, it's his world. And you ain't, that's like in Second Esdras, we ain't gonna go there today. We gonna go there today. But in Second Esdras, the angel was talking to the prophet, and he was saying that Yah said, Do you love Israel more than me? Are you conscious? And you know what we do today? We act like we care so much about Israel more than. Yeah. So everything starts and ends with the cosmos of Elohim and world was cosmos. We made sure that world or cosmos, that it meant the constitution, the order, the arrangement. Israel, I've called you to be a nation of priests. You know what? I give you a job. I gave vocation to walk in. I'll be real with you. I'd have been fired before. I'd have been fired before. The times I got fired, I ain't gonna lie. I, I really, I deserve to get fired. And two jobs, I lied because I didn't want to work that Saturday night. Cause I want to go kick it. it. Was one was a Friday night, one was a Saturday night. I lied. The lie got back to him. I didn't get fired. Another job, I was stealing money out the desk. I mess around. I done dislocated my knee. I'm done. I come up and work on crutches and dis I dislocated my knee. Oh my gosh, Jeremy, what happened? Uh, we gotta fire you. True story. Uh, but at least in some regard, I did keep it real. I was mad. I ain't like no fool. Cause in my gut, I deserve to get fired. I'm stealing. Stealing money out that desk so I can go smoke. I get back to the crib. I got five on it. 
I got 10 on it. But everything starts and ends with the cosmos of Elohim. Because within this planet, his world has been constituted. He has a deep, deep desire for the apple of his eye. But you, Israelite, you, Hebrew, you that have been grafted in against nature. Don't you get bold in your flesh? You conscious? What? <laughs> he'll, he'll make you from being a cosmos to a cosmo and, and send you up out of there. Ain't no thing to him. Next point was Torah prepares you for Christ. Right. The Torah prepares you for Christ. So even though as Shaul was teaching that and explaining that to them in Galatians, the fourth or fifth or third chapter, sorry, third, fourth or fifth, somewhere in there. But in the book of Galatians, he was explaining that that, that the Torah was their tutor. But once you get to Meshach, you don't need a tutor no more. Here's the problem. A lot of us have not gotten to Christ because we have not had the proper tutoring. Right. You can't get into uh uh, class 102 until you had class 101. This ain't knock on nobody. Look, let me tell you something. Sometimes you go from high school to college and you get put in your classes, sometimes off your test scores, hmm, off your grades, off your ACT, SAT, GPA. They say, you know what? He really can't even be in just regular college algebra for freshmen. He got to be in developmental. Sometimes you got to go to developmental. That's why I had to spend all that time in Texas. That was my developmental training. So I can always go back to my, that's just my, that was my basic level. What well, nothing about Tor said, there were some things about Tor lived out. Right? Trying to help people care, love your neighbor. Hmm? Everybody has some kind of Yah has Yah has masterfully and wonderfully made you and taught you and built you. You wouldn't be here just for nothing. Ain't no happenstance. Don't let the adversary make you feel like you ain't nothing. You looking, you tell him, you close your eyes, you say, shut your mouth. Once again, the more head, the more mental issues you got, and the more you gotta fight, and the more it's hard to press, all it means is you got a great calling. Huge vocation. He don't want you going to work. He wants you staying in the bed. He wants you, when you hear your alarm, snooze, 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 snooze. And you don't went 25 years of snoozing. So Torah prepares you for Messiah. It prepares you for the anointed one. It prepares you. So I've been a Christian all my life. You ain't had no Torah. So there are some things that's good, but you ain't had no Torah. If y'all hadn't given the Torah, it'd be one thing, but he gave it. So you can't, you can't, you can't poo-poo on it. You can't pull up your little emoji screen. I don't care how cute his little eyes and little mouth look, it's still poo-poo. It's still poo-poo. That baby cute, sweet, sweet baby cute, still got poo-poo. Let me tell you something about some babies. You know what make a baby not cute? When that poo-poo go all the way up out that pamper, all the way down his back, and up into his head. Some of y'all know what I'm talking about, too. And you ain't bring no change of clothes. 
anyway. Looking at you like, so when I see people out in the restaurant and they baby ain't got no clothes on, just got some pampers, I know what happened. Y'all bring no extra clothes. I ain't gonna judge. You ain't no trash. You just bring no extra clothes. Baby blew us, blew us stuff up. The daddy probably got back extra clothes. That's why you leave, that's why you leave extra clothes in a travel bag of your baby. For those who need it or will need it in the future. That's some wisdom. But Torah prepares you for Christ. The Mashiach's teaching are divine. Mashiach's teachings are divine. And that was his wow factor. And it was divine because he got them from the one who sent him. So he is the master teacher because he has absorbed from his father. The spiritual insight that Yahshua taught was the soul or essence of Torah and true understanding. This is the only way that I can get you to understand how to be amongst each other and how to be to people and how to treat people. Right. Is that I got to dumb this down for you. But if you get it, is your wisdom to the who? Nations. But instead of wanting to follow Torah, I want to follow the things and commit. Right? That was a big battle. Coming out of Egypt. Remember how we did it in Egypt? Remember how we did this? Remember how we worshiped our God? And we would do this, and we would do that, and we would say this. Oh, you know, I'm from, you know, I'm, I'm Abraham stock. You know, I, I come over to Mesopotamia. We got the code of Hammurabi, Joker. Code of Hammurabi. Hammurabi yourself out that door. So the Torah, the teachings of Mashiach was to give us insight into Torah and the essence or the, 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 the soul of Torah. Zion Lex said in class one day, I thought it was beautiful, beautifully said, the soul of Torah. Actually, what he said was talking about the letters. And I know a lot of y'all see people on the Internet and Face Crook and, and, and Schnootube and all that stuff talking about the vowel points this and vowel points that. And he said that when you take away the vowels from the Hebrew letter, you just took away the soul of the letter. If the letter is a body pointing you to somebody Pointing to Mashiach, within your vowel points, your nakul, and that's the soul. But you want to take the soul away and make everything an awawa. See how ignorant we sound. But anyway, so that was some, some points and markers from the last couple of weeks and then last week. All right. So once I've identified myself in Messiah, all right, let's turn to Ephesians 4. Ephesians 4th chapter. Mm -mm. Not right now. Not just say read them. You know. Ephesians 4 and verse 1, and just a hallelujah when you get there, and I'll we'll spiritual my spiritual ears hear some of y'all. Hallelujah. To y'all the glory. Hallelujah. So Ephesians 4 and 1. I therefore the prisoner of the Lord beseech you that ye walk worthy of the vocation wherewith ye are called. See how Shaul identifies himself. I'm a prisoner. Of who? The master. He ain't say his boss. He ain't say his wife. 
He didn't say uh, no degree. He didn't say nothing. He said, I'm a prisoner of master. We got to, we got to, uh, once we identify ourselves, we see ourselves in Messiah. We put away superficial things. I put away some things about culture. I put away some things about language. I put some, I just, I just start, I'm like, show, I'm just starting pulling things off because I don't need confidence in the flesh to be able to get to him because he's not interested. Why are you, why are you, that's blasphemy. And he killed people who was more of a Hebrew than you, Hebrew. He killed them. Sent them to captivity. Men, women, and babies, and had more culture and more confident, more fleshed up than you and me, bought up in our 21st century mindset that's also Western. What he's interested in is this right here. So it shows that I'm a, I'm a prisoner of the master. And he said, I beseech you. So you know what we're saying today? I beseech you that you do what that you walk. Worthy of the vocation with ye are called. To look at your neighbor if you buy somebody and say that you walk worthy, walk worthy, in which you were called. In which you were called. Talking to you, God said to me, it's just us. Just, just the two of us. And Will Smith had a good song, then it was just the two of us, just us, something like that. Anyway. Big just popped in my head. I'm sorry. But anyway, so we have to walk worthy of the vocation with which we were called. And you can do that when you're a prisoner of the master. You've identified yourself in Messiah. Yes, I am a Hebrew. Yes, I, I get that. But I put those things aside for Messiah. Verse two, with all lowliness and meekness. Not with pride and arrogancy. Long suffering, forbearing one another in love. It's hard to be a hateful rascal and walk in the power of what you've been called when you're a hater. Endeavoring to keep the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. There's one body and one spirit, even as you are called in one hope of your calling. So when he's called you, you got to operate in with which you were called to do. That is great for the body. The body needs you. You understand? The body needs you. But if you're selfish, then that'll go right over your head. Hmm? I'm too timid. Too, too timid. Too uh, timid. <laughs> Actually, you saw it. You just turned around and just ran for me. You saw it come. You just like, hope it don't see me. I'm going to hide myself in my prayer closet. Get up out there and go to work. Verse 5, one Lord, one master, one faith, one baptism, one Elohim, one Abba of all who is above all and through all and in you all, in us all. So when Mashiach, he made it very clear that if he's in you and you're in him, he's like, well, you're in the Father. Why? Because I'm in the Father. Remember, everything about being scattered and then being in diaspora is to bring you back. Well, who gave the decree to fire your butt? Y'all did. So then in returning, you have to be back into his presence, his workforce, back on his team. You're hired again. You're part of the company again. 
You ever had a good job and you lost it? But to every one of us is given grace according to the measure of the gift of Mashiach. So there is grace out there. We got to understand that. Yah is given everyone. Mashiach is given everyone because he's got permission from Yah giving us all grace. According to the measure of the gift, some might have more. I don't know. It's not my calling, not my deal. Right. So that was verses one through seven. Okay. So there is, uh, Yah has been good and given us grace according to the measure of the gift of Mashiach. Okay. Look at verse eight. Wherefore he saith, when he hath ascended up on high, he led captivity captive and gave gifts unto men. Now that he ascended, what is it but that he also descended first into the lower parts of the earth? He that descended is the same also that must ascend up far above all heavens that he might fill all things. So he had to come down because the prophecy said so. And then he came and then he did. Right. He shined light in the Galilee. The same areas that would become dark because it was the same areas, the first areas where Yah said, I'm going to send the Assyrians in there. Ain't none here. That's okay. Okay. Yeah, no, it ain't none. I'm good. I'm, no, I was not any. I love you. Thank you. That's why the area became region became full of darkness. Right? He took them out. Right? And then they put some other people in there. And they were worshiping other deities. Remember what they said? Lions came and slew them. You know why lions came and killed them? You know what Yahweh, what Yahweh said all throughout the prophecy? Look, man, I get you up out of here, let the land have you. ain't going to keep my Shabbat. You ain't keep my feast. I, look, I get you up, I let the land have rest. Very common back then to exile people out of the land, deport them somewhere, and bring somebody else there. <laughs> Folks start acting a fool, acting crazy. Most of like, I'm going to send them lions to kill them. So things had to be filled, fulfilled. He had to come down and do things. But as we know, as we get better and better with our Hebrew, more and more into our Torah, more and more into the prophets, into our Tanakh, we see that there are some things that are still not completed. Right. So he had to go up. Right. Because he has to come back down. Got to finish. So in the meantime, while he go back up, the hope is that mankind will do what? Shuvat. Repent. That's the hope. But, you know, when you're in bonds to somebody else, you ain't a prisoner of the master. No, you're doing all, doing all kind of other kind of stuff. Hope that makes sense to you. Okay. Verse 11, he gave some apostles some prophets, uh, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Right. Some of us have these abilities. Got to walk in them. Sorry. Why? It's for the body of Christ. The body must be edified. There is something for everybody to do. And it's not, there's nothing, oh, that's just that little, we can skip, that's too little. We're going to skip that. That's not right. It's not biblical. 
not team. Like I, I get that just from a just from a sport perspective, I get that. So and so, little Tommy, you didn't play in the game. Little Tommy mad, lip stuck out. Let me get to play. Mama upset. They talking about pulling me, but you know what, little Tommy, you did practice. We required you practice hard, and we need you to go hard every day because you're making our starters better. So our starters are prepared. You know, they're used to pressure because you do a good job in practice. When we get in the game, they're ready to roll. And you won't believe this because little Tommy did what he does in practice. That helped JoJo out in, in the game. That's team. The pride, selfishness, ego gets in the way. So I get it just from that aspect. So everybody in the body got something to do. There's something you can do that's going to help somebody else. It's about edification. Because the New Testament is very clear that we all got to grow in the knowledge and wisdom of Messiah. So we can get back to the Father. Because you can't get to the Father except you get through the Son. All right, go ahead and give me John 6 and 44 uh, and, 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 and 45. I'm just, just like everybody is here, you know. I always catch folks while they eat. John 6, 44 and 45. No one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws him. So it's got to be in you. So you got to be, you, you got to be on your call sheet to get to Messiah. You got to be on your call sheet. People have problems seeing the Hebrew Messiah. You know why? Because they ain't on Yakashi. At least not right now. It'll come to the point everybody's sin. But like right now, like right now in our time, you got to be on most high call sheet. You work for certain places, and it's a call list. You got to call all these people. Y'all got a call list. The reason why you here, the reason why you listening, you was on the call list. To get you to who? Mashiach. We got to get right with Mashiach so then he'll get us back to the father. But if the father hadn't called you, ain't that what it said? Go ahead and say it again. No one can come to me unless the father who sent me draws him mm-hmm. and I will raise him up at the, on the last day. So if the father ain't called you, Yahshua ain't going to raise you up now. Go ahead. Go ahead and read now. And it, it is written in the prophets mm-hmm. and they shall all be taught of God. Mm-hmm. Everyone who has heard and learned from the father mm. comes to me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That it? No, it's 45. Um, I gotta get rolling. So, verse 12, Ephesians 4, for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, and for the edifying of the body of Christ. Why? Verse 13, till we all come into unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of Elohim unto a perfect man. And to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. So the end game is for us to become grown. It's to grow up in him. That's why you got to be born again like a baby. But that's part of his. We talked about last week. That's part of his divine teachings. Masterful teacher, Nicodemus. But wait a minute. If a man is old, how can I go back to my mother's womb? 
man, if a man is old, he's like, I've been taught a certain way. I've, I've done this this way and I know it's right. How can I go back to the beginning? How can I do that? He said, man, more of a not. I said, you got to be born again. Verse 14. That we, this is why you got, this, this why, and this is why you got to be growing, growing up in him. That we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro and carried away with what everyone, the doctrine by who the slight of men, the slick of men, the hustle of men, the craft of men, deception of men, the evil of men. Whereby they lie and wait to deceive. That's why it's always some teaching floating around or some idea or something. There's always something floating around because it comes from somewhere. Right. But I think it's in first, second Timothy that in the end times, they'll be with the doctrines of what devils. But speaking truth and love may grow up unto him in all things, which is the head, even Christ, from whom the whole body fitly joined together and compacted by that which every joint supplieth, according to the effectual working and the measure of every part. So every part has to every part has to be at maximum capacity. When something's wrong with your car. It can be one little thing and the car won't do what? Run. It won't run. Well, the same thing about the body of Mashiach. Every aspect, every member, every part, every person has to be in the measure or the fullness for that Yah's given them. Right. Verse seven. He's given you a measure. Hey, you have to use it to your max for the body. To be completely effective. What's the result of that? Healing, power from on high. That's when you walk by and your shadow touch somebody in a wheelchair, Walmart, and they jump up and say, Hallelujah. But it's evident that the body is not effectually, fully working together to its full capacity. Therefore, the car won't start. The car can't go only so fast. The car's power steering is hard to turn this way. Think about all the Sunday Christians and Saturday believers. Think about the, all the Sabbath workers and all the Sabbath believers and then all the Sunday believers. How the car going to move? Just that alone. Just, just, just not even breaking down the Sabbath from Messianic to Torah observer to Tanakh to knock only to not even just Sabbath, just believing in, believing in the book. Verse 17, this I say, therefore, and testify in the master that ye henceforth walk not as other Gentiles. Don't walk as the nations no more. Walk in the vanity of their mind, having understanding, darkened, being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their heart. Who being past feeling have given himself over to lasciviousness to work all uncleanness with greediness but you have not learned so but you have not learned you have not so learned christ if so be that ye have heard him and have been taught 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 by him his teaching is what again divine as the truth is in Yahshua, that ye put off concerning the former conversation, the old man. You can do that because his teaching is spiritual. 
which is corrupt according to the deceitful lust, you may be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Why? Because his teaching was divine. It was divine. So it wasn't just that he was teaching Torah, but he taught you the soul. He pulled it out. And some of them camps say, bring it out, bring it out. He brought it out. And then wanted to put it in you. Because what did he say? The kingdom of Elohim is within you. Remember, take and eat of me. Take and eat of me. Be a part of me. Receive this teaching. Verse 24, and that you put on the new man, which after Elohim is created in righteousness and in true holiness. So there has to be a new man because the first man, what? Died. Adam died, right? You know what? Our old ways, old conversation, they must what? Die. So you become a new man. Well, who's the new man? Who's the second man? Yahshua. You received his teachings, right? You're growing in him. You had to be born again. You had to, be a, you had to start all the way over again. Verse 25. And, 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 and uh, true holiness. Go ahead and give me Romans 6.22 right quick. We was on Zoom. I'd be, I'd, man, I'd be calling y'all folks out. I should bind you and give me this. So and so. Romans 6 22. 22. Mm -hmm. But now, having been freed from sin mm -hmm. and enslaved to God, mm -hmm. you derive your benefit, resulting mm. in sanctification mm -hmm. and the outcome, eternal life. Mm. Is that Romans 6 and 22? Yes, sir, it is. I know you got a different version. That's yes, okay. NASB. I can. I got it. Give me, give me Romans six and twenty two in the KJV, if you don't mind. I say it was the best. <laughs> I just said just KJV. Okay. I ain't, I ain't trying to do that. No fight. Romans six twenty two. Mm -hmm. Now, but now being made free from sin mm -hmm. and become servants to God, you have your fruit unto holiness. Fruit unto what? Holiness. Mm. And the end everlasting life. So holiness is a fruit of the what? Spirit. But you know what? And in Galatians. Know that. Turn to Galatians. Uh, yeah, and, 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 and just uh, read them. Yeah. Right. Call them out. Galatians 5 22, uh -huh. but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance, such against there is no law. Well, did you say holiness? No, but the author is Shaul, correct? Yes. And Shaul tells us in first Corinthians that he, everywhere he go, he preach, he preach the same way everywhere he go. Yes. So holiness is a fruit of the spirit, according to Romans 6 and 22. That would put you at 10. How many fruit trees are mentioned in, how many fruits are on the tree mentioned in Revelation? 12. 12. So there are two more out there. Just for your own self, y'all looking at Ephesians 5 and 9. It's going to be uh, goodness and truth. Okay. Just put that in your own notes. There's your 12. There's your 12. 
So then we see the fruit that's going to be going throughout the earth because those leaves are healing for the nations. So holiness and truth and goodness and meekness and patience and all throughout the earth. Wow. When that kingdom of Shamaim come down, have mercy. That's not for today. That's something for your mind. So once we've crossed over, right, we've crossed over. We're going to look at verse 25 through 32 in the same chapter. We're going to look up the right of right or rights. And it's telling us that once you've crossed over as a Hebrew, because a true Hebrew does what? He crossed over. Some folks want to be a Hebrew without crossing over. Some folks want to be a Hebrew. They ain't sacrifice nothing. They don't want to get nothing up. They want to have confidence and boldness of things that don't amount to nothing. I've been a, a, a penny player. He said, man, I got riches and, and, and treasures for you. You want to play with pennies? Penny loaf of wearing. Hard shoes hurt your feet. Ain't got no mobility in the, in the spirit. Them penny loafers on. Once you cross over, you have to be willing to work on things. For So we're going to look at this. We're going to look at how the writer of this chapter, how he's telling you, okay? Because sometimes I think we get in our mind that once you cross over, I'm picture perfect, squeaky clean, squeaky clean, squeaky clean. No, you're still the same person. <laughs> you got to sacrifice your flesh. You got to work on this every day. It's every day. Okay. Right. Don't let the, the literature and the wordplay, you know, make you think you ain't good enough. So you're going to look at this, how to write a rights in verse 25. Wherefore, putting away lying, speak every man truth with his neighbor, for we are members of one body. Okay, so if you used to lie, I mean, don't lie. Be ye angry and sin not. Well, let not the sun go down on your wrath. Neither give place to the devil. Well, so these are things that you got to work on. Once you cross over, you got to work on these things. Let him that steals, stole, steal no more, but rather let him labor, working with his hands the things which is good, that he may have to give to him that needeth. This is, this is, this part is exhorting you. Here are things you to work on in practice. Practice these habits. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers. Son got to soften a speech sometime. Can't be hardcore. Can't be Billy Bad Butt all the time. Billy Bad Butt, I just speak it how I live. Can't do that all the time. Is it more important for you to be real and true and hard or to save souls? And grieve not the Ruach HaKodesh of Elohim, right? Whereby you are sealed into the day of redemption. You've been born again. You've had the seed put in you. It's a marker for you. You've been marked. Don't erase your mark. Don't get erased. So if you continue in certain things, then your mark or your seal will be what? Undone. So once you cross over, practice on these things, work on these things, get better at these things. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and, and clamor and evil speaking be put away from control yourself. 
Don't flip off the handle. So once you cross over Hebrew, work on these things. These are just these are just some examples in the letter to the people. And be kind one to another. Tenderhearted. Forgiving one another, even as Elohim for Christ's sake has forgiven you. So this part of the chapter is by once you cross a work on these things. Get better at these. Second Corinthians 10. Folks can yawn at home. Folks can't yawn here. <laughs> no little in your windows today. All night mess. Now I'm playing. All night. To the break of dawn. Second Corinthians 10, verse 13. And it reads... But we will not boast of things without our measure, but according to the measure of the rule which God have distributed to us a measure to reach even unto you. For we stretch not ourselves beyond our measure as though we reach not unto you, for we are come as far as unto you to also to preach preaching the gospel of Christ. Not boasting of things without our measure, that is, of other men's labors, but having hope when your faith is increased, that we shall be enlarged by you according to our rule abundantly to preach the gospel in the regions beyond you and not to boast in another man's line of things made ready to our hand. But he that glorieth, let him glory in the master for he for not he that commendeth himself is approved, but whom the Lord or the master commendeth. Okay, so in Second Corinthians 13, we're not going to boast without our measure, but according to the measure of rule. So we just looked at in Ephesians how uh, uh, Mashiach through the father has given us a gift or a measure, right, of what grace that is the gift of Yahshua. He gave us a gift where there's a there's a measure of grace poured out into you. I don't know the measure. Some may be different than others, more than others. Less, I, you know, I don't know. You can't worry about that. Worry about what you got. Okay. There's also a measure of the rule which Elohim has distributed to us, a measure to reach even unto you. So there's a measure of rulership. Right. You start walking in your vocation, there's a measure of rulership for you. Whatever you, you've been called, whatever your part of efficiency within the body, there's a measure of rulership given you so that the body can operate. Correctly, at full capacity. So we're going to look at this word measure here. Now, the first measure in um, uh, we will not boast of the things without our measure. That measure is uh, a metros. And that means without measure. Hmm? Without measure. Immense. How much you need? How much you got? How much of y'all do you want? How much strength do you want? How much power do you want? How much love from him do you want? How much clear? How much wisdom from him do you want? He has immense. Just pour it out. Just pour it out. Just keep pouring. Oh, I can't take no more. Stop. He'll just keep on pouring. How much do you want? He got it. But according to the measure of the rule, 
of Elohim has distributed unto us a measure reached even unto you. So that uh, next measure is called metron. That metron means like a literally measurement, instrument of measuring. But also I like uh, and see there proverbially a, the rule or standard of what? Judgment. So what Yah has for us, we have to get to a point that one we identify, we identify, we talked about that last week, identifying a Mashiach. And that if he's my master, right, I'm his servant, I'm his slave. Not have to walk with whatever which he called me to walk, walk in. I think we were talking about this in Torah class. I ain't say nothing about how great of a servant Eliezer was. He was so great that the greatest blessing mentioned in Torah was what Yah had told to Avraham. And Avraham was like, look, Eliezer Damascus is up. I ain't had no baby. He up. How great of a servant was he? Talk about Yosef being incarcerated out in Egypt. Hmm? A hate crime by his own brothers. He brewed that. Hmm? Now, so-and-so camp don't like so-and-so camping. So-and-so assembly don't like so They ain't the same thing. Ain't nothing going on. Hating. Just haters. Full of hatred and vitriol. Anyway, he down there in Egypt. And he becomes a what? He becomes the chief of Potiphar's house. Anyway, so point being, if we're in bonds to him, right, then I have to uh, serve and use the instruments and tools he's given me to be very effective. It's like having a gun and you don't pull it out. You got that, that thing you, you have seen people. Some give you some some states you, you you can carry a pistol. Up in the store, some with a pistol. Pistol right there. They checking out. Somebody out there doing some doing something. Doing something wicked. The man with the pistol just sitting there. What you got? You got, you got a pistol for? You don't see that woman getting assaulted? You ain't gonna do nothing? That's what some of these some of some of the believers are walking around with pistols on their on their belt, sword on their belt. Ain't gonna ain't gonna pull. Ain't gonna do nothing. Just got it. We used to say that. We used to call that flodging. You flodging. Big old chain on and you broke. Take big old chain on for and you broke. Flodging. So we can't be flodging, y'all. He didn't gave us gifts. Can't be flodged. Yeah. Okay. We're in. Uh, can you? What is that in Hebrew? What is that? Where we at? Mm-hmm. Melakim. Melakim. What? No, just say it. Melakim bet. So everybody turn to Second Kings, fourth chapter. No, you have to turn there. I'm right there for you. Uh. Now there cried a certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets unto Elisha, saying, Thy servant, my husband, is dead. And thou knowest that thy servant did fear the Lord, and the creditor is come to take unto him my two sons. The creditor 
is come and taken to him my two sons to be bondmen, bondmen, bondmen. And Elisha said unto her, what shall I do for thee? Tell me, what hast thou in thy house? And she said, thy handmaid hath not anything in the house, save a pot of oil. Then he said, go borrow these vessels abroad of all thy neighbors, even empty vessels. Borrow not a few. Okay. So, before we roll, who's coming to take our children? Creditors. The creditor, right? I've got underlined in, in, in italicized for you. It's coming to take the two boys yeah. to make them what? Bondmen. Bondmen. Now, this is in ancient Israel. And this practice was there. Okay. And one like Elisha could say, stop, season, stop being unrighteous. Ain't what he said. The creditors come to take their sons. The father died. He got a lot of debt. They left with the uh, wife and kids. Now, we talk about creditors and debt. Okay, we're going to go somewhere. We'll be right back. Quick detour. We'll be right back. Going to detour. America, America, your debt is great indeed, and you gon' pay, or we gon' work, cause ain't nothing free. So national debt, <laughs> Investopedia says, that at that time, by the end, they said at the end of 2020, the debt would be $20.3 trillion. We're going to read this together. The Congressional Budget Office estimates that the United States federal debt held by the public, 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 public. I'm scared ass. Who the public? Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, neighbor, you the public. <laughs> we'll reach 98.2% of the GDP or 20.3 trillion by the end of 2020. Okay. It was another uh, site that about the U.S. current U.S. national debt was $23.3 trillion. What's $3 trillion when you in that big of a hole? What's $3 trillion between a couple of countries? The current U.S. debt is $23.3 trillion as of February 2020. It's on the U.S. debt clock, worldometer. So, whoo, it's a lot of money. And scripture. Say, so, hey, somebody coming, man. Look, we owe a lot of money. They're going to come and get my boys and make them work their thing out. Major foreign holders of U.S. public debt. Let's see here. So right now, currently, Japan is the largest holder of U.S. debt. Now, what's interesting about that is that Japan is in relationship with the United States, big time, right? Japan has been the vassal state of America since World War II, right? That's why part of Japan is like, I don't know, Memphis, or Brooklyn, or Nashville, or something. Half of Japan, they speak more English than they speak Japanese. So Japan is a vassal state, but look who number two is. Ch -ch -ch China. Ch -ch -ch China. Ch -ch -ch China. 
China's economy, look at this here. China's economy, China has reduced its holding of U.S. debt since 2011 when it held 1.3 trillion. So at one point, China held the most of our debt. It is taking steps to make, here's where it gets interesting. It is taking steps to make its currency, the yuan or the yuan, transition to a global currency. Global, what's the global market right now for economy right now? United States dollar. So China is making steps to be the leader in global economics. To do that, China had to loosen its peg to the dollar. That made the yuan more attractive to foreign traders in global markets. China's economic growth has been showing, I'm sorry, slowing down since Donald Trump was elected president, ding, and began a trade war. Let me tell you something. If it don't make dollars, it don't make sense. Well, all that Nike stuff with the NBA and LeBron James and, and, and uh, Daryl Morey and all that stuff and Trump and all his rhetoric. Oh, China, we're coming, we're coming, we're coming. That's why I said, look, if, I don't care about none of these fools, but if Hillary, Clinton, if, if Hillary Clinton got elected, we always speak in Chinese right now. And it makes sense. It's kind of like when the big dog coming up and you know, and you know the big dog coming. It's going to let you do what you do. Hey, just remember me. Remember me. As China exports decline, it is less able to invest in U.S. treasuries. So we've played this video over and over and over in here, but I think Jack Ma of the Alibaba Group, which also owns the NBA, I think owns part of the Brooklyn Nets. But anyway, he said that when trade stops, war starts. So like it or not, Trump was like, I'm going to y'all. I'm going to y'all head over this money and over this trade. And just think about, we talk about the, 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 the tour portion today, the profits part, about folks is fighting for the throne. <laughs> Y'all is good. I, I love the most high. That's why I say that. That's why it's the soul of the tour. That thing lay out. It lay, look, that thing was written so long ago, that thing will play out right now. We're just going to sit back. We're going to watch y'all work. It's going to be how it's supposed to be. But let me tell you something. With all these nations, all this stuff, if it don't make dollars, if it don't make sense, but I tell you this much, all that debt we got, somebody going to work that thing off. At some point, the creditor is going gonna, is gonna to come. Now remember, it was very clear that's your debt. It's a public debt. So when you pull that cash out your money, you dumb uh, 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 Israelites up in the club stuff, making it rain, making it rain. Yeah, it, it says that you owe them. That's how much you owe. It's a debt note, dummy. Back to the scripture. Thou art come in, thou shalt shut the door upon thee and upon thy sons and shall pour out into all those vessels and thou shalt set aside that which is full. So when she went from him and shut the door upon her and her sons who brought the vessels to her, she poured out. It came to pass when the vessels were full that she said to her son, bring me yet a vessel. And he said unto her, there is not a vessel more. And the oil stayed. Then she came and told the man of Elohim. And he said, go sell the oil and pay the debt and live. Thou and thy children of the rest. That puts a spin on what Yahshua says about I want you to live and live more abundantly 
Now, we all know this. How you get olive oil? Olives. What you got to do to them? Now, she was pretty clear. He said, what's in your house? And she said, thine handmaid hath not anything but a pot of oil. That's where you get the oil from. Y'all make a way now. So she got vessels and somehow she got Now, I don't know this for sure. Scripture doesn't say that. But there's a time of year, or it's in the Torah, that when people that have fields and they got fruit and they got olives and they got, you know, doing wheat, aren't you supposed to leave stuff behind? So that if I got a, a oil olive tree or whatever it's made on a vine or a tree, and I take my stick, me and the boys, we go and we go, boom, we hit it and stuff fall. We're not supposed to hit it multiple times to get all of it. You leave it for the poor. So it could have been that time of year. She got the oil from somewhere and they was working and they filled all those jars up full of oil. And the prophet said, go sell what you got and pay thy debt. That thou and thy children may uh, live, that you may enjoy the rest. And so you keep whatever else is left over. You keep it so y'all can live and get on your feet. So she was she was in debt and she got she got out of debt. How joyful was she? How exuberant was she? She got out of debt. Close look at this passage. Then she came and told the man of God and he said, go sell the oil and live thou and thy sons. And we have once again, Kaya. I know in the, in the text, it's Tikiye, uh, Tikiye, tiki or Tikiye. Tiki, um, but the Chaya, right? We we always end up coming back to that. Now, for y'all that are that can see this, when you see stuff in parentheses, those words are in purple. All that means is in the Masoretic text when they wrote this out, they made a mistake. They made a mistake. So what you can't, you can't erase it. You can't go back. It's too holy. You can't erase it. So then you write out beside the proper uh, phrase or or you know whatever. Okay, the proper word. Okay. So, Kaya, to live, have life, to remain, uh, sustain life, live prosperously, live forever, uh, to have life. Look at this. And the, to, to revive. So, right now, all this stuff going on, this, this corona mess, yeah. you know what we need? We need Kaya yeah. to revive. Yeah. The God you serve can put some fire in you can quicken your heart, quicken your spirit. Corona fleas. And I ain't trying to sound like that one raggedy rascal with big ears on TV. But that's scripture. Kaya to revive you. Look at this. Down here, the Ethiopic, remember Hebrew and Ethiopian, Ethiopic, they are of the same language family, Afro-Asiatic languages. Well, the Ethiopian man and the Hebrew man can connect and talk. The original idea of this word is that of breathing. What's unique about Corona? 
I can't, I can't breathe. Well, it's one of the last things going on in America. Folks got shirts on saying what? I can't breathe. So you know what that means then? That the people of Yah need some kaya yeah. to be revived. Yeah. So that the nations around you, people around you, they might not can breathe. But you can. And because you're an ambassador of him, because you're in bondage to him, because you work for him, he pays your check. He supplies you with life. You should be a light bearer. But when your car ain't running right, I need to ride to work. Things aren't efficient in the body. There should be more chayah coming out from us because of who we work for. Who's our master? Moving on. So debt been paid. Look at that man. Which is, I was talking to Ms. Linda the other day. Our, our, our Ms. Linda. I said, look. I said, look now. She let me know that second time. She said, look, ain't a burglar to call me. You know why in the book like to call her? Because I ain't got no debt. Let me tell you something. Uh, Pastor Adams said that some years ago. He said, hey, man, just get out of debt, man. Get out of debt. Get out of debt. Get out of debt. I'm just trying to get out of debt. That's wisdom. So if your de- so imagine her joy because her debt was paid. Lost her husband. But imagine the joy of debt being paid. You won't believe this. Somebody paid your debt, didn't it? How much more should we rejoice in being servitude, servitude, servitude since the fall of the garden? That's something to think and ponder on. Like the little man and his emoji down there in the corner. Ain't that right? Uh, I'm starting to get better now. Give me Romans 12, 1 through 2, please. How much more should we rejoice in being servitude since the fall in the garden? Romans 12, verses Mm -hmm. 1 and 2. Therefore, I urge you, brethren, by the mercies of Yah, to present your bodies a living sacrifice, Mm. a living and holy sacrifice, Mm -hmm. acceptable to Elohim, which is your spiritual service of worship. I like that. Your spiritual service of worship. You know why? Because that first man failed you. You know what man that was, right? In the garden, that man failed you. But then somebody else spared spared you out. And it had to be done by the rule. I had to be done spiritually. Because the second man is of the what? Spirit. Second man is of the Shamahim, the first man of the earth. He had the dirt. Second man, he had to come down here. He was already established. He was already established. He had to come down here to the lower parts of the earth. Do some work. Then he had to go back up. Tall things not be fulfilled. We read any feature. Can you imagine these ignorant uh, uh, people that want to get rid of your New Testament? Mm-hmm. And say New Testament ain't about nothing. That's why so many folks, look, I can't fool them now. Because I want to say something to sound good to make you like me or, and I mean like, like on the, you like a video or uh, like my pay or all that other nonsense stuff. 
This man got low self-esteem. Now pick yourself up. It's supposed to be a teacher. Tell the truth. If you don't know something, you're going to say, you better pray about that. There's one dude, I sent a message, I say, hey, man, you better pray about that before you start saying that. Mm. It was more than one person. So I kind of like you, Brian, I kind of like you. You sitting there talking about him and shit, you better pray about that. Mm. And ask him to guide you. If you ain't done that, then who are you leading you? Make me sick. The books that have humility. Mm. You ain't no God, you ain't no head. He ain't head of your household. Better pray about that. You better get confirmation about that. Better fast about that. You know, things is tight. Things are tough right now. Tough as lemon juice with no sugar. Would you like me to finish Romans? Please. Okay. Verse two. Do not be conformed to this world. That's what I'm saying. Yes, sir. That's the whole purpose. Because the world's going one way, but the people got to go the other way. So that when he sees us, he what? Identifies with us because we took hold. We talked about last week his what? Teachings. Because his teaching is spiritual. Go ahead and finish it up. Yes. And do not be conformed to this world, mm -hmm. but be transformed by the renewing of your mind mm. so that you may prove what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. So we got to remember now what she was talking about a couple weeks ago about that seed. I remember that seed now just because you couldn't see the seed. And think of all in the pictures, how deep some of the roots were. But if I just look at it, I don't see nothing. And the adversary will make you think that you ain't nothing. Think you nothing. Because you can't see it. Let me tell you something about the Most High. He tell you, man, I dwell in darkness. I ain't like you, scary boy. I dwell in darkness. Darkness around my throne. It don't faze me none. You're the one that's scared of the dark. You're the one that can't see in the dark. So I got to go in front of you. When he pull us out, he got to go in front of us. Got to remember that. So how much more should we rejoice and be in servitude since the fall in the garden? Romans chapter six, if you look up here on the screen, we got to be so attached to him, wrapped up in him, bond and bonds to him like DNA strands. Be my scientists here. But ain't just right, scientists. If all of the DNA in your cells were laid out in the line, it would reach to the sun and back and around 70 times. So if I'm in bonds to my master, it's like me being wrapped in coil like DNA. I got royalty and loyalty inside my then that, that don't make no sense now. It ain't gonna play. Yeah, it's just a picture. Uh, it was a good picture, but it had that thing on there. I guess it was a video. I just did a uh, Snapchat shot and whatever and moved on. Screenshot, my bad. Uh, so everybody turn to Romans chapter six. We was going on the book, Romans six. 
No, I'm sorry. I mean, I mean to be say. Be capable. We've got to get some kind of exercise somehow. It's going to be a touchdown. I'm making chicken wings. I'm making flowers. And I'm making scotcheroos. Come on, I got to stay fucked with me, huh? And ate some breakfast. Make me hungry now. Make some chicken words. Make some chicken. Romans 6. And we had to bear, we, we're going through some of these chapters now, but but it's, it's good to, to have a chapter and it's right in, in, in context. I'm not saying that we don't, but we got to have our, to have just reminded and remember and refocus, re, recalibrate, gotta readjust the steering wheel sometime. Sometimes we get to grow and we feeling good, come out so cold, we get to come and then we, we take off a little bit, we put our car in cruise control. You know, put your car in cruise control, but now you're in a 45 mile power speed zone, you're going 75. That's a ticket. Find yourself in somewhere you ain't supposed to be paying ticket. You're paying ticket somewhere else. Now focus. Romans 6 and 1. Hallelujah if you're there. Hallelujah. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Remember, Shaul has already, he's going to teach that there's a measure of grace given and poured out. He said, man, God forbid. How shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? Know ye not that so many of us as were baptized into Yahshua HaMashiach were baptized with his death, were wrapped and tied with him like that DNA strand. Uh-huh. Thank you, scientists. Therefore, and it even kind of looked like Chris. That probably looked like Chris that you liked in high school or something. In high school. In high school. Boy. Got basketball in my hands. Ain't a book studying. Anyway. Know ye not that so many of us as were baptized in Yahshua Hamashiach were baptized to his death. So we are so wrapped and we're wrapped and tied tight him like DNA coils and strands. Therefore, we are buried with him by baptism into death, that like as Mashiach was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. Remember in Yochanan that what she read was that uh, uh, that Yah, right? Go ahead and get to John 644. I won't mess it up. Yochanan 6.44. John 6.44. Mm-hmm. No one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws, draws him. him. So you ain't giving him Mashiach unless the Father has drawn you. Yes. And I will raise him up on the last day. Yes. So this is the newness of life. Remember, you got to be born again. In order to be born again, you have to receive his what? Teachings. And this teaching is what? Spiritual. And if you receive it, then you should be able to be what? Born again. And you can be in this newness of life because you are tied tight to your master who paid a debt for you and made you his bond. That's the joy they talk. That's why they say, hey, man, I get beat for Christ. It's a great joy. Remember the one. For we have been planted together in the likeness of his death. We should also be in the likeness of his resurrection. Ding. Then what she just said, I'm going to call him up the last day. Remember what Shaul, what we talked about uh, uh, last week now about Shaul, what he said. He said, I didn't go kick with the disciples and get teaching from man. So I got taught straight by him. I went and told them what I was on. <laughs> we just like, cool. You do you, we're going to do us. 
knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed. People want to talk about Shaul because they don't want they don't want to talk about sin. If I get rid of Shaul, you get rid of Shaul, you get rid of the New Testament, you can go keep on sinning. That henceforth we should not serve sin. For he that is dead is freed from sin. Now we be dead with Christ. We believe that we shall also live with him. Knowing that Christ being raised from the dead dieth no more. Death hath no more dominion over us. For in that he died, he died unto sin once. But in that he liveth, he liveth unto Elohim. Likewise, reckon ye also yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto Elohim through Yahshua HaMashiach, our master. Let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body that you should obey the lust thereof. Ding. Is Yahshua our master or is sin our master? Is Yahshua our master or is sin our master? Who are we in servitude to? There's a whole chapter it's about. Hmm? Neither yield ye your members as instruments of unrighteousness. Unto what? Sin. But yield yourselves unto God as those that are alive from the dead and your members. See, I ain't trying to be funny. Sunday can't teach it if you ain't teaching no Torah. Because it's about sin. Come on, preach it. Can't, can't talk to you about something I don't know nothing about. Mm. I'm not going to go on there and say, tell you how to pull no car around no car. I barely put gas in my car. I'm talking about changing out a carburetor. Come, I'm going to knock your wall down. You know how once I knock your wall down, that's it. I don't know nothing else. That's like so many preachers taking hammers and jackhammers and, 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 uh, and breaking, blowing stuff up and can't put it back together. You don't know what sin is and refuse and, and refused to do it. But once again, you ain't on this call list. Where I stop at. But yield yourselves unto God as those things that are alive from the dead, and ye members are as instruments of righteousness unto God. For sin shall not have dominion over you, for you are not under the Torah, but under grace. And that's that's true. What then shall we sin because we are not under the Torah, but under grace? Man, God forbid. Know ye not that to whom ye yield yourselves servants to obey? His servants, ye are to whom ye obey, who your master. So the majority of the body is stuck. They're good, you know, they're, they're just hopping over the line. They're serving the master and they're serving sin. I do something kind and generous with somebody, I'm serving the master. I'm over here eating pork chops, you serving sin. It's back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. I'm doing. I, I helped somebody out. I I, I gave some 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 uh, uh, alms to somebody. I helped them out. Good, good. You serving the master. The next thing you know, I'm going jingle bells. <laughs> Who are you serving? So that's why when he come back, his eyes full of fire. Look, I gotta identify with you. You ain't took my teaching, so I don't know you. You don't know me. Whether of sin unto death or of obedience, there ain't no gray. So we have to be excellent 
and efficient in this so that we can proclaim the gospel. That there ain't no middle, man. Mama, I'm sorry. Daddy, I'm sorry. Ain't no middle. Ain't no gray. Either you're going to serve sin unto death, obedience unto righteousness. We've been taught wrong. We've been taught wrong. And went upside our head, not just with a whip and with shackles, but our head messed up. We are hard-headed people. Got the joy and exuberation inside of us. Let's be honest. We some dummies. When it come to this word. Hooting and hollering for what? I ain't got no sound reasoning. I need a piano and a drum so I can close out my message. What sense that made? My soul on the line. It made it real clear. That thing black or white right there now. Sin and the death. Obedience and the righteousness. You want to help somebody? Explain that to them. Ain't no middle. I'm sorry. Either you in or you out. Time running now. Folks gonna have folks behind shot up with so much vaccine and chemicals and all kind of stuff. I'll tell you what, this thing going down now. This ship here, America. You see, I saw all that debt. Look, I ain't making none of that stuff up. Ain't none of my ain't in my personal opinion. That's just facts. This thing sinking. Don't matter who, if it's Dump Trump or if it's Sleepy Joe, this thing sinking. You understand what I'm saying? Ain't nobody coming to save you. Ain't none of the people coming to save you. They're gonna come and sell you out. Don't you understand? It's your debt. Ain't nobody thinking about you. And on top of that, how the most high you still a sinner. You ain't even trying to fight back. You ain't trying. I, I, I ain't even got no respect for that. You ain't even trying. I can't even respect that. I know he can't. You ain't gonna try. But God be thanked that you were servants of sin, but ye have obeyed from the heart that form of what doctrine? That form of teaching. I got on my notes. I drew it on the side. I drew a little line. A long time I drew a little line. Tore. Which was delivered to you. Are we good male men and male women in delivering Torah? Hmm? Does something matter? Being then made free from sin, you became the servants of righteousness. But I speak of the manner of men because of the affirmity of your flesh. All of us got weaknesses now. Yeah. We all sick. We lie, we steep, we chill, we fornicate, we masturbate, we do all this stuff, we hustle, we, we, do, we, do, we do all kind of stuff. It's stuff that we like. I ain't saying it's okay, but I understand because of the weakness of our flesh. It's stuff we done picked up in life. It's stuff you got from your mom and your daddy. You know, they great grandparents and grandparents. It, it, it is what it is. You're going to try? You're going to fight? Or you're going to serve another master? Because all he's going to say is, I don't know you. You work for another company. You work for Nike. No offense. <laughs> I'm talking about we work for other gods. I mean, not, not my brother. I love, I love my brother. I love all y'all. I'm happy. I'm sad y'all here, but I'm still happy. Love y'all. All love you. I love everybody. We ain't really had nobody. Just me and my family, Miss Bev and Aaron. Then all of a sudden, Miss Geraldine came out of nowhere. Lorenzo was here for a little bit, and then he left. I was still happy. I'm happy. Back in these scriptures. 
I speak after the manner of men because of the firmity of your flesh. For you have yielded your members, servants, to uncleanness and to iniquity and to iniquity. Even so now yield your members, servants, to righteousness unto holiness. Remember, that's the fruit of, this, of the Ruach. For when you were right here, we had to read that to get to this. For when you were servants of sin, you were free from righteousness. So when you are, when you are, when you, when you work for them, then you don't really have to do kind gestures and you don't have to, you know, hey, peace to you. You don't have to do all that because you work for somebody else. So they're telling you that if you if you if, if just work over here, you ain't got to do nothing else. What fruit had ye did in those things were of? Ye are now shamed. Right. That's why when we go back to, you know, to the old Jew, it should bring what shame. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. But you know what? That's a good thing. Because you could be a prideful rascal and not give two hoots. And live in your sin, but still say, hey, I'm a Hebrew because a lot of them do it. That's why they're going to get killed. For the end of those things is death, but now being made free from sin and now being made free from sin and become servants to Elohim. Wow, somebody paid your debt. That's, how, that's, why, that's why you can work in this great company. Hmm? The establishment of Yah. That's who you work for. Inc. Incorporate. You guys who you work for. And become servants to God, ye have made fruit unto what? Holiness. And the end is everlasting life. So your pay, your payday, your retirement, yes, sir. more abundant living. You're going to be like the stars, like he promised Abraham. See how cold he is. And what Peter said about the day star coming up out your heart. The day star rising up out of your heart. Because all this, remember how it shot, uh, uh, Peter said. As the Lord taught me, this thing got to fall off so something else can be established. He's going to make you like him. But if I work for another company, then I don't get that retirement. I don't get that retirement. You get a different kind of retirement. It's called Lake of Fire. Hmm? For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Yahshua HaMashiach, our master. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm? I'm sorry, y'all. So remember, Zakar, the widow, was going to lose her two sons as bondmen, as bondmen of Christ. What do we sound like? Colossians 4, 3 through 6, put in your notes. With all praying also for us that God would open up the door of utterance to speak the mystery of Christ, for which I am also in bonds. Bing. Am I, are, are we in bonds? Are we incarcerated to Messiah? Right? Am I on life row? When you in here on this side, it's called death row. Are we on life row? Hmm? That I may make it manifest. So we got to make this thing manifested. As I ought to speak, walk in wisdom toward them that are what without? Redeeming the time. Let your speech be always be with grace. Can't get big-headed. Remember, we have to operate in the full measure that he gave us for the car to go forward. Not just go forward. Fast as light. 
season with salt that ye may know how ye ought to answer every man. Every man. Remember, you were hired to be high priest. I'm sorry, to be priest for the nations. Don't worry about it. What are you what are we saying? What are we what are we what are we what are we talking about? Huh? I went too far. Sorry. So give me Mark uh, uh, Mark 16 and 15. And then uh, after that, Romans 15 and 20, and I'm going to do Luke 4. We're about to read to y'all. Y'all write down Mark 16 and 15, Luke 4 and 18, and then Romans 15 and 20. You have Mark uh, 16 and 15. Romans 15 and 20. 15 and 20. Mm-hmm. Sixteen and fifteen. Mark sixteen and fifteen. And he said to them, "Go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation." To do what? Preach the gospel to all creation. Let me ask y'all a question. Since we are offshoots of this second man, and when the first man was formed. He was given a job. What was, what was his very first job that he did? Well, well, before that, he did what? He called them. And, not, and that, was it animals or was it all creatures? What text say? He called all creatures. All of them. And so, so, and what she just read at Mark 16, we're supposed to go forth and teach that gospel to what? All creatures. Hallelujah. You have, are you have, are you are you are you are we able, you able to you able to walk in that? You gonna let him pour into you what he got to pour into you? Or you gonna shut your top? I got Luke four and eighteen. The spirit of the master is upon me because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the broken heart, to preach deliverance to the captives, and recovering of the sight to blind, to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of Adonai. Okay, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Romans 15 and 18. For I will not presume to speak of anything except what Christ has accomplished through me, mm. resulting in the obedience of the Gentiles by word and deed. Mm. In my version, it says in the KJ, it'll say, yea, so have I strived to preach the gospel. Preach the gospel. OK, so what is the gospel again? The gospel. Some folks will be like, oh, this gospel spell. Shut your mouth. Good news and tidings then. What did Yahshua first say? Repent for the what? Of heaven is at hand. He put that seed inside of Pharisees, didn't he? You got to be born. You know, the Nicodemus went back and told them. Not the wicked ones, but the righteous ones in private. They're like, so what was it like? Did you go over there last night? Yeah, I went. What happened? Man, we're kicking it. He's him. You sure? Man, I know it. 
What did he say? You got to be born again. What is that? You got to be born again. The quickening of the spirit. He said, the flesh profit of nothing. What about Abraham? He said, the flesh profit of nothing. So the good news, the tidings must be born again to the kingdom of Elohim, which is where? Within you. The good news, the tidings, there was literal physical healing, literal cleansing. Literally it happened. Perfection, as we know as Tom Ying to be complete, is available spiritually. Perfection is available spiritually, which leads towards what? Immortality. In other words, live more abundantly. Hmm. So you know what that means now? You gotta practice what you preach, family. You gotta practice what you preach. Uh, Avarim or Hebrews 12 and 9. Furthermore, we have had fathers of our flesh which corrected us. And we gave them reverence. Shall we not much rather be in subjection to the Father of spirits and live? Once again, you do it, you do whatever your boss say. Some, some of your boss, and you say, yes, sir, you jump up. But then some of us, you know, ratchet with our boss. A strong walk leads to strong work. A strong walk leads to strong work. Deuteronomy 5 and 33. Go ahead and put your finger on Leviticus 20 and 33. Deuteronomy 5 and 33. You shall walk, 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 walk in all the ways which, the, which Yahuwah Elohim hath commanded you that ye may what? Live. And that it may be what? Well with you. And that you may what? Prolong your days in the land which you shall possess. Let me tell you something. You wanna, you wanna, you wanna, uh, you wanna possess. I know. I just told you uh, uh, Leviticus twenty. Put the, uh, keep your finger there and turn to Yehoshua uh, eighteen and eight. You got to walk all the ways of the Most High, so that you may have your possession. Joshua eighteen and eight. Then the men arose and went, uh-huh. and Joshua commanded those who went to describe the land, saying, Go and walk through the land. Go and what? Walk through the land mm. and describe it and return to me. Then I will cast lots for you here before the Lord in Shiloh. So you got to walk that thing. You want possession of stuff? You got to go walk it. Let me tell you something. There's going to be a lot of darkness. We are. We, 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 we seeing it. We still got to walk. We got to go and we got to go claim. We got to possess. We still got work to do. Just because these fools are acting a fool don't mean we still ain't got work to do. Right. Strong walk leads to strong work. Even though it's darkness, who said you can't shine light in a dark room? If I got a if I got a lighter, a little cigarette lighter, you know what I can do? I can see. In a dark room, I got a flashlight. I can see. What if you're a lighthouse? Not just for you to see, but for others to see. This ain't about you. It's about the person that we don't know that's crying and praying at night. 
and then you cross their path. Are you conscious? Yes, sir. Strong walk leads to strong work. Not everybody want to work hard. Easy way out. Ain't no easy way out. Thank you. So halakha. Yes, and I, I got you. So halakha, your walk. So the Pharisees believed that as well as the as the written Torah, Moshe also received the oral Torah on Mount Sinai. This oral Torah consists of the halakha, uh, meaning the path. You know, it says Jewish life, but of the Israelite way, the Hebrew way. The Holocaust contains prescribed ways to apply the commandments of the Torah. Application. Remember, remember now, practice what you preach. Those who live according to the mitzvot are said to follow the path, the Holocaust. Right? We have to get our Holocaust down. Our walk. We have to get it down. And our Holocaust it's going to be a little bit different because we're coming from such a unique and diverse background of nothingness. Nothingness coming out of religion, coming out of sin, coming out of being a transgressor, coming out of being a trespasser, coming out of being a liar, coming out of being a hustler, coming out of being a thief, coming out of being a fornicator, coming out of being a smoking dope head, coming out of being come out of all this stuff, sniffing cocaine, doing all this stuff, popping pills, all this stuff. You come out of this stuff, you're trying to walk back, you're so far removed. We have to have this holocaust. We have to apply this way. We got to get on this path. We got to walk this thing out because everybody had to walk it out. We just read in Joshua, Yehoshua told them to go walk it out and to come back and I give you your inheritance or I'll divide the lots up for you. Most high, I give it to you. But you got to willing to go walk that thing out. Hmm? You got to go walk. Abraham had to walk. Moses had to walk. David had to walk. Everybody had to walk, but you're behind. I got to get rolling. Go ahead. So, what's that one? What was the other? What was the other scripture you said? Twenty-three. I'm sorry. Leviticus twenty twenty-three. About marriage. Moreover, you shall not follow the customs of the nation which I will drive out before you, for they did all these things, and therefore I have abhorred them. So when it says follow, it means not to follow after, like not to walk as the nations. The ones he said that, that he backed in, he said, but the, the, the nation that I'm about to cast out in front of you. I uh, said, well, let's say, well, we living that right now. Hey man, the ship's sinking. It, it made me sad. Folks trying to fight, hub and puff this place. This thing is sinking. It's sinking. It's sinking. Stop fighting for us. It's sinking. 
You would have to have national repentance from the head all the way down to the bottom. It's the only way. You got folks don't even believe. They love their gods. I ain't even talking about just Caesar, Bo Caesar Bourget Jesus. I'm talking about they love their witches. They love their warlocks. They love their molek. They love their asherah. They love their pedophilia. Another thing that's going on. Ain't nobody talking about them, them, them court cases. Some of the folks like, get Trump up out of there. They're dumb and they're doing everything wrong. They love their pedophilia. Because they believe in the ancient mystery Babylonian systems. Get you a little boy or girl and have eternal life. So halakha, historically, uh, different ways to spell it, in Judaism, the total laws and ordinances that have evolved since biblical times to regulate religious observances and the daily life. So it's our daily conduct, daily life of being a Hebrew Quite distant from the law and the Pentateuch, the first five books of the Bible, Halakha pur pur purports to preserve and represent oral trans traditions stemming from the revelation on Mount Sinai or evolved on the basis of it. Once again, I say we are far from that. We still got to have a Halakha, y'all. We got to have a Halakha. We got to have a walk now. We got to be on this path. No matter where everything else is going, we got to be on this path. Okay. I love this picture here. It's a tour rolled out. It's a tour rolled out. But if you walk in my engraved pathways and faithfully observe my mitzvot, Leviticus 26 and 3, then we're, then we're naturally connecting beyond ourselves and blessings will flow. The path itself is the goal. How we walk, that path shapes where the path leads and who we become along the way. And you on that tour scroll. But that was beautiful. And you know what it is? That thing narrow, ain't it? Because yeah. the narrow way, the thing leads you to life. Yeah. Huh? Tour narrow now. Leads you to life. Let me tell you something. Strong holocaust, strong walk, get us peace. Sometimes we don't have peace because we ain't got no strong walk. Too weak. Strong holocaust, give us power. They was able to do stuff. They had a strong walk. They was able to do stuff. They had no explanation. Everybody's like, oh, that didn't happen. <laughs> strong walk. Provision. Strong. We got a, we got a glimpse of that. Priests of cult. We bust our butt, didn't we? We worked hard as we could. Fasting. Praying. Multiple times. Putting away stuff. Sacrifice stuff. And we got what? Provision. That was, we got to keep, keep that stuff up now. Strong walk. Strong holocaust, get us peace, power, and provision. Quickly, let's turn to Acts 3. We'll start in verse 2, Acts 3 and 2. And a certain man lame from his mother's womb was carried, whom they lay daily at the gate of the temple, which is called beautiful, to ask alms of them, them that entered into the temple. Who, seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked an alms. And Cephas, fastening his eyes upon him with Yochanan, said, Look on us. And he gave heed 
unto them, expecting to receive something of them. Then Peter said, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, I give thee in the name of Yahshua HaMashiach of Nazareth. Rise up and walk. Rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand. He said, get up on your feet. And immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. The halakha, the halakha, power, power. And he leaping up, he stood and walked and entered with them into the temple. Walking and leaping and praising Elohim. And all the people saw him walking and they praised Elohim. And they knew that it was he which sat for arms at the beautiful gate of the temple. They were filled with wonder and amazement at what at that which had happened unto him. And then the lame man, which was healed, held Peter and John and all the people ran together unto them in the porch that was called Solomon's greatly wondering. And when Peter saw it, he answered unto the people, ye men of Israel. Why marvel ye at this? Or why look ye so earnestly on us as though by our own power or holiness? But see, when we're in bondage to him and we walk worthy of the vocation where we are called, then we can do this. By our own power or holiness, we had made this man to walk. I get one us. Y'all like y'all don't know what it is. In Bereshit 2.19 on the screen. And out of the ground of the Lord God formed every beast of the field and every fowl of the air. And he brought them into Adam to see what he would call them. And whatsoever Adam called every living creature, that was the name thereof. So Adam called them. He called them. He gave them a name. And that's what it was. Hmm? He called them and gave them a name. Call, kara, right? Call, I got it, is there, there, yikra, I got there in green for you. Yik, yikra, yikra is the, is kara. To call, call out, receive, read, cry out, proclaim. To proclaim, to proclaim, to proclaim, to call, name, give name, to call by. Question. Y'all had the first man call things by name and they did their work. How greater is the second man, which is called you? He's Kairayu. He's Kairaju. He's, Ka- he's proclaimed. He's recited. He's cried out. You wouldn't be here for nothing. Once again, John 6, 44, one more time. Once again, the Jew was on Yah's call list. You had to have been. And then the second man called you, Karaju. He gave you a name. He gave you a job. Adam told the, the, the gave the beast of the, the, of the ground. They had jobs. Your name matches your job. Come on now. Read that again. Yes, John 6, 44. Mm-hmm. No one can come to me mm. unless the father who sent me draws him. Draws him. And I will raise him up on the last day. So Yahshua has called you. He's called every creature, everything of the everything that Yah has made, he has called. He's given a name. He's given a proclamation. Are you his bondage? Have you do you recognize? Do you realize what he the debt he paid for you? Do you understand that the creditor came and he got you now? You have been bonds to him. He's your master. Yeah. But if he's your master, are you serving him? Or are you still having a double agent? You I'm still I'm a free agent. I wrote to the for the highest bidder whoever paid me the most money. Keep your money. 
So I got something greater than money. If the first man karate and he failed, well then the second man karate calling you. What's the name he called you? What's the job to go with the name? Well, I call myself Moshe from I ain't no shepherd. I ain't no priest. I ain't humble. Huh? Luke 5. Will you read uh, John 8, 1 through 12? I got Luke 5, 17, 26. Mm-hmm. I got Luke right now. Luke 5, 1 through 6. Y'all write these down. Luke 17, I'm sorry, Luke 5, 17 through 26. John 8, 1 through 12. 1 Peter 2. Luke 5, 17 through 26. John 8, 1 through 12. 1 Peter 2 and 5. And Ephesians 5, 30 through 32. James 2, 1 through 8. And then that's it. So Luke 5. So we're going to, I'll do one, you do one. You do one, I, you know. Two and five, First Peter, two and five. John 8, 1 through 12. Ephesians 5, 30 through 32. Mm-hmm. One through eight. Okay, Luke 5, 17 through 26, and it reads, And it came to pass on a certain day as he was teaching that there were Pharisees and doctors of the law sitting by which they were come out of every town of Galilee and Judea and Jerusalem, and the power of the Lord was present to heal them. And behold, men brought in a bed, a man who was taken and, and with a palsy, and they saw means to bring him in and lay him before him. When they could not find by which, what way they might bring him in because of the multitude, they went upon the housetop and led him down through the tilling with his couch in the midst of before Yahshua. And when they had saw their faith, he said unto them, man, thy sins are forgiven thee. And the scribes and the Pharisees began to reason, saying, who is this which speaks blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God alone? When Yahshua perceived their thoughts, he answering said unto them, What reason ye in your hearts? Whether it is easy to say, Thy sins be forgiven thee, or say, Rise up and walk. But that ye may know that the Son of Man hath power on earth to forgive sins. And he said to the sick of the palsy, I say unto thee, Arise and take up thy couch and go into thine house. And immediately he rose up before them and he took up that wherewith he lay on and departed to his own house, glorifying God. I got a question, y'all. I wonder what his holocaust was like after Yahshua called him. He proclaimed over him. He recited over him. He proclaimed over him and he kara on him. Just as Yah kara and called the waters and the earth and all this stuff together, Yahshua did the same thing and he rose up and walked. I wonder how good was his holocaust after he got called. I wonder if he realized who was his master, who he walked in, who was he allegiance to? Go ahead and give me Yochanan 8. John 8, mm-hmm. verses 1 through 12. Mm-hmm. But Jesus went to the Mount of Olives. Early in the morning, he came again into the temple mm-hmm. and all the people were coming to him. And he sat down and began to teach them. He was doing what? Sat down and began to teach them. Because his teaching was divine. Go ahead. 
The scribes and the Pharisees brought a woman caught in adultery Uh and having set her in the center of the court, they said to him, teacher, this woman has been caught in adultery Uh in the very act. Uh Now in the law, Moses commanded us to stone such women. What then do you say? They were saying this, testing him so that they might have grounds for accusing him. But Yeshua stooped down and with his finger wrote on the ground. But when they persisted in asking him, he straightened up and said to them, he who is without sin among you, let him be the first to throw a stone at her. Again, he stooped down and wrote on the ground. When they heard it, they began to go out one by one, beginning with the older ones. And he was left alone and the woman where she was in the center of the court. Straightening up, Yeshua said to the woman, woman, where are they? Uh. Did no one condemn you? Uh. She said, no one, Lord. And Yeshua said, I do not condemn you either. He said, what? I do not condemn you either. Uh. Go from now on and sin no more. He told her what? Go from now on and sin no more. Then Yeshua again spoke to them saying, I am the light of the world. He who follows me will not walk in darkness. Will not what? Walk in darkness, Mm. but have the light of life. So he told the woman to go and sin no more. You won't believe this now, but there was a woman during Elisha time. Was that that her last? She she like, look, man, look, credit, look, man, it's, it's, it's problems, it's problems. And then the man of God came in. And the man of God got it to where she was able to live. And here we have here, Yahshua HaMashiach. And with his very words, the words that he spoke, it hurt them because they couldn't cast judgment. And he said, woman, where are your, where are your accusers? Where are your creditors at? Where are the creditors at? She's like, I don't see them. He said, you know what? I don't condemn you neither. Halakha. How you know we said that? He said, go and what? Sin no more. Halakha. So once he called you out, now what is our vocation? I don't know. But you know what? Go and sin no more. Walk, go and sin no more. And then he said, hey, whoever that follow me should not walk in darkness. First Peter. Two and five. Where my first yawn, I know. Hallelujah. First Peter two and five. Y'all saw as lively stones or built up a spiritual house, a, 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 a holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to Elohim by Yahshua HaMashiach. You call now. He calls you lively stones to build up a spiritual house. Y'all build it. He called you to be a part of something. Are you doing your best? Do you know who you are? Are you Messiah? Have you realized that you are in debt to him? You are a bond man or bond woman to him. Do you realize who your employer is? You're working towards retirement. Ephesians 5. Me? Mm-hmm. Ephesians 32. 5. Mm-hmm. 30-32. Because we are members of his body. Yeah. For this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother Mm. and shall be joined to his wife Mm. and the two shall become one flesh. 
This mystery is great, but I'm speaking with reference to Christ and to the church. So the relationship between us and him. Bottom line, are we going to be members of his body? Are we flesh of his flesh and bone of his bones? So Adam said when he saw her, is Yahshua going to say that when he see us? He said, I called you out. Huh? I proclaimed it. You flesh of my flesh, you bone, you, you just like me. I recognize you because you, you, you accepted my teachings. And you was willing to be born again and start over, no matter how old you were. He's willing, you was willing, to, you was willing to do it. I, re I see you. I know you. I identify with you. I called you. You heard your call. You walk worthy in the vocation with which you were called. You've been my servant. I got something for you. James, too. I got it. I done worked you now. I done worked you now. I ain't got much pay. I got a little bit of pay. I got a little bit of pay. James, second chapter, verse one. My brethren, have not faith, have not the faith of, my brethren, have not the faith of our master, Yahshua HaMashiach, the Lord of glory, with respect of persons. For if there come into your assembly a man with a gold ring and godly apparel, and there come in also a poor man in vile raiment, and you have respect to him that weareth the clothing, and say unto him, sit thou here in a good place and say to the poor stand thou there or sit here under my footstool are you not then partial in yourselves and are become judges of evil thoughts hearken my beloved brethren have not elohim chosen the poor of this world have not elohim chosen the poor in this world rich in faith and heirs of the kingdom which he hath promised to them that love him but you have despised the, the, the poor do not rich men oppress you and draw you before the judgment seats. Do they not blaspheme that worthy name by which you are called? If you fulfill the royal law according to the scripture, thou shalt love thy neighbors thyself and you shall do well. If you fulfill the royal law according to the scripture, if you shall, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself, you will do well. We're going to close there. Do they not blaspheme that worthy name by which you are called? They're going to blaspheme the way that he karah you. Because you have to walk in it. You have to bear fruit from it. And it's going to be in contrast and opposition to the world that we're in. But he's going, he's karahed you. And the second man is way more effective than the first man. Though I resemble the first man, I have, I have injuries. I have flaws from the first man. But the second man, he said, look, I'll build you from the inside out. If you will let me in, if you will not, uh, 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 if you will, if, if you will not shut yourself off to me, if you will realize that I paid a debt for you and that you now work for Price. Nobody else can you. And yeah, I know. I know exactly where you at. I know you at exhaust in your walk. I know where you at in your life. I know where you are in your attitude. I know where you are in your bank account. I know where you are in everything. But I have called you. Are you willing to walk worthy in which I've called you? I'll help you get there. I ain't gonna leave it by yourself. You're more than what you think. Because if you wasn't, I wouldn't have called you. I call those that are lowly. I ain't call your mama. I ain't call your dad. I called you. 
or will you walk in it? Hallelujah. Uh, you all will bow your heads, please, for the ironic blessing. Shalom. May Yah bless you and keep you. May Yah cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May Yah lift up his countenance upon you. And may Yah give you peace. Almighty Yah, we just thank you uh, for this day. We thank you for the word, Almighty Yah. We thank you for um, giving us word in advance. Yah, we thank you for the Torah portion today and the teacher. And she taught. We thank you, Almighty Yah, for this assembly. We thank you for all those whom you've brought together for a greater cause, for a, a bigger purpose. Almighty Yah, we thank you for uh, correcting us and having a desire that we have a desire that we are more efficient in the vocation which we were called, that we are um, uh, want to be more efficient in the gift that you've given us and the measure that you've given us, that we don't waste any of it. Uh, and then we be effective and we be efficient. We edify one another and we help one another and we lift up one another. We be the best we can for each other, Almighty Yah, uh, and, the, and, and so that we can be the best for you, Almighty Yah. So, Yah, we thank you and we praise you. I pray, Almighty Yah, um, that you will be with our brothers and sisters uh, who are not healthy. Almighty Yah, we pray uh, against the devices and against all the tactics. Almighty Yah, we pray just against general sickness and illness. We pray, Almighty Yah, that you will bless our family, will bless our brothers and sisters, that you will bless their extended families, Almighty Yah, that you will just be with us and that um, as we just continue to go forward in this world, Almighty Yah, that you will continue to make us stronger, that you will help us to be able to engage, Almighty Yah, the different things will be thrown at us in this dark world. Almighty Yah, but we keep you first and foremost. We just ask for strength, Almighty Yah, and, and we just ask that we are able to have a better halakha, Almighty Yah, that is just very, um, very, uh, just visible. It's a visible walk, a visible halakha. may be a blessing to those, Almighty Yah, who are seeking and who you've called out, Almighty Yah, that they can come out of hiding, Almighty Yah, they can come out of their place or the adversary can be removed out of the way. Yah, we pray that you open up our doors that we are able to handle and, and help those, Almighty Yah, that are poor, that are lost, that are confused, Almighty Yah, that we may be able to be a blessing to them. We may be able to help them, Almighty Yah. We just thank you and we pray. We just thank you, Almighty Yah, for the families. Almighty Yah, we just thank you for um, the work that we are doing and that you will help us and how to do more. Just ask you to pour out your wisdom and creativity upon all of us, Almighty Yah, and that we will each will be able to balance our gifts and measurements off one another and that no one feels shame or nobody feels uh, less than Almighty Yah, and that everyone feels a part of the team, a part of the fabric, Almighty Yah. So Yah, we just thank you. And there's none that's like you. There's none that stand beside you, Almighty Yah. Bless all of our uh, brothers and sisters here. Bless them at their homes, Almighty Yah. And they feel the power of the Ruach HaKodesh. 
Almighty God, may they feel the fire burning within, Almighty God, as the men had said when they walked with Yahshua in the road of Emmaus, how much the word had burned within them once you opened up the scriptures, once you pulled in the layers back. Continue to pull the layers back. Continue to open up the scriptures among us, Almighty God, that your word may burn. It may be seared deep within our hearts, within our soul, Almighty God. So, Yah, we just thank you and we praise you. Be with all those who've been lifted up in prayer, Almighty God. We just thank you and we praise you. May we continue to grow in you and love you, Almighty God, with our heart, with our mind, with our soul. May we do our neighbor the same. These things we ask in the name of Yahshua HaMashiach, who has risen from the dead, that we might have a chance to become a bondsman to him, to be unified back to our Father in heaven. We thank you and we praise you, Almighty God. And Yahshua HaMashiach, we pray, hallelujah, amen, and amen, hallelujah. Are we still recording? It's on me. They, we still on. Okay. All right. Well, uh, just everybody, just keep on being in 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 encouraged. And uh, you know, I hate that uh, you know folks ain't here today, but it is what it is. We ain't gonna be reckless. You know, uh, uh, we ain't gonna be just radical. You know, regardless of how we might feel about some things, but. We're going to keep praying for each other. We got Hebrew class and stuff tomorrow. Make sure you be in Hebrew class. Have your cameras on so we can see your face. We got Rosh Kodesh tomorrow. Uh, Miss Bev going to be coming with the exhortation. Uh, I think the reason you got the next month, I'm not for sure either Miss Linda or, 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 or uh, uh, Chris, you got the month that we'll have it out for you. But uh, we just thank, and, and we just, we just, we just want to, we don't want everybody to be a part, you know, so make sure the sisters and ladies, you know, I never got heard uh, Basil, Rabbi Basil, talk about how in West Africa, how the chief, they would wait for the women to come back from the river. They would go to the river and they would hear the words from the Most High and they would bring the word back to the chief and the chief would give it to the people. So, you know, we don't we don't want it. And Brittany, you're going to be on there too. get yourself together. Everybody going to be on there. So, uh, you know, we just we just going to do what we got to do. And, uh, you know, praise Yahweh. We got more people coming. We just going to be able to, to to help them and. And nurture them. And, you know, not everybody might, might not understand me. And that's fine. They might be able to understand you. And that's why you a teacher, too. Uh, everybody got something to do. So um, just everybody stay healthy. You know, so many fools out here, they don't they, they just going to be reckless and they might go somewhere and know they got COVID and don't care. So just you got to be a little bit, a little bit extra careful when we out here in these streets, out here going to work, wherever you got to be, you know, have your mask on, have your disinfectant or whatever you need. It, it just it is what it is. Some people don't care. But we just praise Yah because Yah done kept us for so long. There's so many folks that ain't even had people looking at us crazy. We still been having services. So many folks ain't been doing nothing for like six months. They ain't been doing nothing. Sit back scared. We're not here trying to make sure this gospel get out to the four corners. Is what we're doing. We're about that work. And then we're about the fellowship. We love each other. And I hate that we can't hang out tonight. But maybe some other time. But, uh, but, but, but we'll do this again next week. Then after that, Yah will. And we'll be back all together again. So just make sure everybody stay healthy, take care of yourself, uh, pray for one another. Make sure we got to get back on that prayer line now. You know, it can't just have two people on there. Got to get back on that prayer line. That's what that was part of how we were building up power. OK, we need y'all to hear not just one, all of us. OK, so make those things important. Myself, too. OK, getting on there and, and uh, folks is in quarantine just it is what it is. And and uh, use this time wisely. And um, uh what else? Well, I guess that's it then. I guess I'll just see y'all some point here in the future. Uh, thank y'all. Love y'all. Miss y'all. Um, tomorrow we'll see you. And then uh, 
All right, shalom. All right, I'm gone. Bye. Thank you for listening to Restoring the Branches Ministries. Our website is www.restoringthebranches.org. We're also on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can also email us at restoringthebranches at gmail.com. Shalom.